0: Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. I'm Harrison Arns back here at the 1040 Ticket Studios. And what is a cold Thursday night? If you guys ever want to join the show, starter Heyman text line 402 464 5685. Again, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 961. And if you got Allo Cable all across Nebraska, you got ticket content. Again, all on Channel 961. But Chancellor Brewington, I'll go ahead and throw it to you as we got a guest join with us today for the first time on What's Brewing with Chancellor Brewington.
1: Yeah, our first guest, uh, Gavin Lichek. How you doing, man? I'm good,
2: man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm good.
1: Yeah, so um, I, I met Gavin um, through Chris Slatt in a Slap Performance. Um, training with him uh, these past few months, uh, been a great experience. Uh, but yeah, tell us a little about a little bit about yourself first. Um, I know we're going to get into the G3 performance, but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah. So like Chance said, uh, my name is Gavin Licek. I'm a young sports performance trainer here in Lincoln. Training out of uh, SLAT performance, like like Chance said, um, kind of just took an internship with SLAT when I was 20, 21. And then slat really helped me get the chance to kind of start my own brand
1: yeah so so i guess we gotta give a little bit of a backstory who slat is chris slat um christopher slat he has his own um training complex i mean was the is there is that the town is that in lincoln that that
2: it's like right outside of lincoln or yeah it's it's borderline if you you say if you type it in the map right it's gonna say roca right but i mean it's right outside like it's like Five minutes away from Southwest. Yeah, right,
1: right, right. So he has his own training performance. I believe, if I'm not right, if I'm, if I'm correct, he jumped at South Dakota State. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jumped for Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, and has trained. I mean, every good football player that probably came out of Nebraska, he's probably had a hand in in training him. I would
2: say. Yeah. 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 And what's what's even crazy is Slack used to train me when I was trying to. My goodness trying to, like, go to college and play sports and stuff. Right. And he trained Luke, too. So, me, I've known Slat since, ooh, sophomore, junior year, maybe. Jeez. And what's crazy is who put me on Slat was one of Slat's athletes, Josh Banderas. Okay. So, Ban- they call him Bando. Bando. Okay, Bando. okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. I mean, fantastic guy. Um, Does does wonders for his athletes. Does wonders for the community in helping his athletes as well. Um, Not only as uh an athlete but also as a person, um uh, amazing, amazing person. Um, we try to I mean we gotta get him on here one day. We just do one day do one a whole group. Day. He will, he will. Whole one group. Day. Yeah, one day, one day we'll do it. But um but yeah, tell us a little bit about uh G three performance and, and how that came about and, and, and kind of how you transitioned into uh uh training and and after after of course playing sports.
2: Yeah, so I graduated with a exercise science degree at Iowa Western in May of 21 and I was on the <clears throat> I was on the baseball team in covid it was February and we found out that our season was canceled mm. and I was like I went back home to train and you know that's when covid hit obviously and I didn't really know what I wanted to do and with the whole like NJCAA mm. like they allowed people to come back and right. then our recruiting class and my class and I was like I'm just going to go home and work and take care of like had a little bit of family stuff to take care of. So I did that. Um, so how G three start or G three started was, um, my dad, when he was still in Lincoln, Mm -hmm. he had a a gym out of his garage. Oh wow. And for, I don't know, for like a year, two years, like all, like my friends would come lift. And I always had like a pretty good knowledge of just Mm -hmm. lifting, of just being in sports for so long. Mm -hmm. And I started to like train them. And then After I trained my friends, my, uh, my assistant baseball coach in high school, he wanted me to train his son. Mm. So he's really my, technically my first ever client. Okay. And then it kind of just took off from there and it was Gav's garage gym from there. Mm. I was like,
1: so you're training out of the garage. I was training out of the garage. I was
2: training out of the garage just for no money, just, just to do it. And then, um, I went to, uh, I graduated and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I originally wanted to be a collegiate strength coach. Right. But I didn't want to go back to school. Right. I, I just, I don't know, the times were different. I didn't want to go back to school. I uh, so I just started working construction jobs. I was like, man, like roofing, <laughs> siding. I was, I was like, man, this is not it. Right. I was eighteen. My back was felt like I was fifty. <laughs> um, uh. Took a couple warehouse jobs and mm-hmm. just got out of that. And then it was actually uh, of twenty one. I was doing a construction job. And I would wake up every day at four. Um, I would work five to three. I was like, man, there's gotta be more more to life than this. Like I know right. like I'm really good at training kids. Mm-hmm. So I just I just left one day and I went to over to Slat and I was like, Slat, do you think that, you know, this place would give me an intern? It was like, Man, I'll give you an internship. So we kind of sat down, we talked logistics, and you know, Slat really changed my life. So every day for about seven months, I would wake up every day at four. Mm-hmm. Um, work five to three, and then bust my boat over to SLAT and work three thirty to eight. Wow! So you're working five to three
1: in a, in another job. Was that still construction?
2: Full, yeah, full time. I was. Wow. So like the wow. the sprinklers that you see on the ceilings, mm-hmm. I was hanging that. Wow! So I was working five to three, and then three thirty to eight or nine.
1: Mm-hmm. So currently, what is what does G three look like, and and what's what's the goals for it coming up? Man,
2: right now G three is. It's growing. Yeah. It's 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 a process. Um it, it's growing. I'm I'm really proud of, of where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know where this would take me. I don't know how successful it would have been, but it's growing and I'm really proud of that. Where I wanna be. Man, I'm I'm being honest. I don't even know. I'm just trying to be where my feet are. Right, just, right, right, right. I mean, like, that's like, perfect. Yeah. You know, slap Man, Slat knows a lot. So yeah. I'm trying to just yeah. keep my time under Slat as much as possible. And, mm-hmm retain as much information
1: so like was was one thing um becoming a new trainer transitioning out of sports you know that what the athlete side of it is what i mean being a trainer what, how is it different um in in how you approach things did, did you have to shift your mindset into a uh, 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 more mechanical things knowing about the body a little bit more or, or how did it change switching from athlete to trainer
2: as an athlete, you know how your body works. Mm. But as a trainer, you have to figure out how their body works mm. and you have to put in coaching cues for them to understand. So it's not also it's more than the body. It's them understanding what's in between their head almost.
1: Right. You- right. So so when did when do you think it clicked? Like like was it always I mean, you 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 mentioned previously in the garage and stuff like that. But when you're at slats, when did you realize like, man, I could. I could kind of do this at a high level because I because I've trained with you. And, and my my first remarks to the guys were like, man, he, he can really coach. It's like Slats coaching me. So there's no really there's no drop off. It's 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 real coaching. Right. And and so where did you figure out like, man, that that's that's kind of my gift right there?
2: Oh, man, that's a good question, I guess. Right. As soon as I first day on the internship, mm. let me take over the warm up and until I was. I got down the warm up. That's that's all I did. So as soon as I got down the warm up, and you know, kids were responding right away. I was like, "All right, me and Slatt are kind of speaking mm-hmm. almost the same language." Yeah.
1: So kids really responded. So so the variety of athletes I know I've been in there and seen you with some baseball kids, football kids. Um, I mean, what where's your where where is your expertise at? I would say, um, obviously, you are a baseball player, so you know the functional movements of baseball. Mm-hmm. And then you add in uh you know you guys do a lot of sprinting mechanics and obviously sprinting is a is a foundation in basically every sport right so so where would you say your 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 how should i say the variety of athlete um how how does it vary
2: we got really all any any type of athlete right. like i've seen dancers come in and oh wow try to like everything correlates to each other mm-hmm. um we have a lot of track athletes dance we had some dancers we have swimmers mm-hmm. uh, cross country football baseball um man we we got we just got all different types of athletes that right. kind of it bases off of each other mm-hmm.
1: so for the i mean we we'll probably clip this and 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 we'll we'll mash this up and and do it the right way but obviously uh for the people listening where can they find you at uh instagram wise oh
2: yeah yeah my instagram is G3 Performance. Mm-hmm. Um, my Facebook is G3 Performance. Uh, you can DM me. Uh my Facebook has my email and my phone number on there. So you can reach me there and that's pretty much it.
1: Man, now that we got a good base, I there's was, there's was a couple things I want to talk about. Um, like this new training where where everyone is kind of a trainer and 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 everyone thinks they know what they're talking about as a trainer and as someone who who knows their stuff and 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 produces good results. Like, how is that? Does that bug you a little bit that that everyone can just hop online and and I know you see some of the stuff on yeah. Instagram, and yeah, it's just yeah. like, what is what is this,
2: man? Um, you know, everyone's got their own philosophy, right? Man, whatever, right. whatever works for you, right, works for you. Whatever works for another person works for them, mm-hmm. and uh kind of just try to stay in my own lane, right? Just stay patient, and whatever works for you, that's really what it is. And that's what it is.
1: I'm already knowing. I'm already knowing. Um. So, so you grew up playing baseball, though, right?
2: Yeah, I was, I was a left-handed catcher from <laughs> That's when, crazy. I was, when I was nine until actually a senior, my senior year uh, in high school. But my my favorite sport to this day is football. Mm. I was, I was a my favorite sport was football, but I was a better baseball player. Right. So, wow, left-handed catcher. I mean, I'll never forget <laughs> when I was. I, I didn't get recruited for football. Uh-huh. And I, I told you this earlier chance when I went to uh, this community college camp at Iowa Western to get my name just in the radar and just coaches mm-hmm. on my eyes. Um, I, I got all my gear on my glove on. And at the, at the time uh, coach coach Radon was like, man, are you for real right now? And I, I didn't even know what he was talking about. I thought this was normal. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Like, and all the other catchers got on their right, like their right-handed glove. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I don't pitch. I've never pitched. I, I just catch. That's all mm-hmm. I know. And he was like, all right, well, we, we'll we see how you do. And, I mean, I did pretty good. Right, I, thought right. I, I thought I held my ground. And he's like, I, I just can't. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, mm-hmm. I want you, but I just can't do it because you're lefty. I was like, well, what can I do? So he's like, if you switch outfield, you're good. So that's what I did, and stories written. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want to tell you about that when you were growing up about being a left-handed catcher, or is that the
0: first time it really became a problem? Like no one heard I mean, of that in your ear at all. I mean, yeah, but
1: like,
2: okay. man, I thought it was cool. I was like, <laughs> like No one can tell me anything. I thought it was cool. I kind of liked the attention from all the other teams and all the high schools. Like, well, we're gonna steal on him. We're right. Done. I was like, man, whatever. I got y'all. <laughs> oh
1: man, back to so back to training. Um. So how I would say for for baseball specifically, um, when you get a guy who who you're trying to develop good sprint mechanics, trying to develop a good base there. Um, how does that process start? How does that process start? Like, it, do you take them through a warm up and you see the way they run first um, and, and kind of critique it there and kind of can see how the body moves there? And then it goes to, you know, tread, like, how does it work?
2: Yeah. So the first session typically is will be an intro session to see how their how their body's moving if they have any deficiencies um and we have really comp I don't want to say complex but really sophisticated so- I would say yeah uh, detail oriented yeah. warm-up so get them comfortable yeah, yeah it is um, very it is very huh. yeah yeah it's, it's, it's detailed yeah. and uh get them comfortable with that and then we'll get them learn how to get on the treadmill because the the treadmill that I have is I mean chance you know like yeah to my knowledge there's only a couple in in the area and at slat we have two of them yeah so yeah.
1: fantastic treadmills
2: um and we just make sure that they know how to get on safe know how to dismount <laughs> safely and then um from there we just hit it rolling um get them to understand how to run correctly and then if they do well then we'll move on to the hit machine mm. and then the after the kaiser hit machine then we'll maybe add on some some hurdle hops or some plyos mm-hmm. stuff like that just to base off of each other and one thing that's really unique about uh the training that I provide or that we provide is um it's it's all 100% individualized yeah. like you know Luke like you Luke Nate uh Buddha they we you guys all got different weights speeds yeah. and everything yeah. it's everything is 100% individualized for the for the athlete for them to reach their peak performance.
1: Yeah, I think that's one thing that's that's it's tough when you're in a um say you're at a, a college facility or you're with a team or whatever and you don't get that individual training. You know, everyone group is grouped into the same training. Um, you know, if we're doing 10 yard starts, everyone's doing 10 yard starts, but what happens when they're strong with their 10 yard starts? They're really their their top end mechanics are bad, right? Yeah. So so you can speak to that of course like what like how 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 important is specialized training and individualized training?
2: I mean, it's in my eyes, it's it's honestly really important because you you run in every sport you or if like I talk about a dance, like you got to learn how to use your posterior chain Mm -hmm. to you know hit a specific dance move or whatever lacrosse, like whatever sport they're playing, you just got to learn how to do it and at the max velocity that you know how to do it, and Mm -hmm. that's what's so unique about the treadmill is. The belt doesn't stop for you. Mm. It it keeps going. Mm-hmm. The so you got to keep running at a specific speed for 10, 8, 6 seconds. And then that's where you really build your max end speed, your max end strength in, in that posterior chain.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. We got to throw the break here real quick, but one last question. Uh, since we are kind of in that New Year's
0: resolutions, and I'm sure you see a lot of people trying to get back into that in shape. What are some of those big mistakes, whether it's either overtraining or undertraining, that you see people um, when they're really trying to get back into that, being in shape, being fit, maybe getting back to where they were athletically? What are some of those first mistakes you see people make? Maybe pushing pushing it too hard or not
2: pushing it enough. Just just finding that right balance and just give yourself some grace, man. Like we're all human. If you miss a training day, we can we can readjust. Like it's not the end of the world. Like it's it's important. Don't get me wrong. But if you miss a training day for the the weather, don't risk anything to go out of your way. Like we'll readjust. It's just everything's always a plan. You got to strategize, you got to execute, and then we'll go back to the plan and go from there. So just stay consistent. Give yourself some grace and just honestly just keep going. It sounds super cliche, but super simple. Yeah. Well said, and uh, we'll elaborate that on more as we
0: continue with what's brewing with Chance of Brewington. We got a guest in here, Gavin, representing G3 Performance as well. So plenty left here ahead on Ticket Weeknights. We'll talk to you guys on the other side in just a little bit. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com. Welcome back into to Ticket Weeknights here on the 1040 Ticket Studios. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. We got Chancellor Brewington and Gavin Lightchuk. Lightchuk? Am I saying that right?
2: Yeah, Lightchuk.
0: Lightchuk to my left here. And again, if you guys ever want to join the show, 402-464-5685 as we get into the training of a G3 performance. So, Chancellor Brewington, I'll throw it back to you.
1: Yeah, so I think – I forget. Oh, we are talking about uh, New Year's resolutions and, and how uh, – how people can change their body. But um, going off that, um, how can, how can, what's the quickest way for an athlete? Well, actually let's not say the quickest because uh, the best outcomes sometimes aren't the quickest. Um, so how, 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 how does a athlete change his body strength wise, strength wise, or, or just physique wise, just the eye test, the eye test. You
2: just got to stay patient. Right, right, right. Like right. We talked about before the break you really just got to stay patient Mm -hmm. you know that kind of you brought up a a quote that kind of came to my head when you said like getting there fast it's it's brick by brick Mm -hmm. you just gotta keep chipping away at it day by day and soon enough you'll you'll have what you want
1: yeah because i feel like especially in the social media age everyone wants it fast everyone wants it now everyone wants it um the way they see other people have it. Um, but I mean, as we know, um, it takes a lot of work just to, just to get in the door and then to, to get through the door. That's a whole nother thing. But, um, as far as, um, just being an athlete, um, like what, what is it? Can you, can you just tell when someone has it and some, when someone doesn't, when you're training them? Is it I like mean, mentally 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 yes oh yeah is it is it is it like oh i gotta feel it out with this one or is it right away oh there's some there's some that this guy has that that may not to say the other ones doesn't but but it's just different about him
2: oh yeah 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 100 it's just like the mentality mm-hmm. like like Sethan carter like shout out my boy Sethan. um mm-hmm. i met him through slat obviously but he just don't sit mm. he just does not sit during a workout right and like when he was training before he you know retired or whatever um it it doesn't matter how old you were he was you know he was encouraging everyone not to sit and right. just kind of inst- instill that mentality in everyone mm-hmm. but yeah like and Seaton played in the lead right and like you like your training partners with nate like, right like you know what in inside nate's brain is mm-hmm. just it's it's incredible yeah and and obviously
1: those athletes have to start somewhere. The the Nate Gary's, the Sean Carters, the the Luke Giffers, the um uh the Bandos, uh, you know the Rhymers. Everyone yeah. they all had to start somewhere. Um, so I mean it's interesting to see um from your perspective because I know you get a lot of high school kids, right? Um, and you just ne- I mean sometimes you know oh this one's gonna turn into some, but sometimes would you say you don't
2: know? Um, I mean. As I kind of go about the athlete, I kind of, I kind of think about like, Hey, what's your plan here? Mm -hmm. Like, like, what do you, what do you as an athlete want to accomplish? Right. And then they just tell me, and then we'll try and go from there and kind of readjust, execute, strategize, just like I was talking before the break, but it's just really, you got to ask the athlete, what, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And like, like, for example, if if I said, I want to go to the NBA, you're going to look at me like, bro what yeah, like we have to talk about yeah. this one yeah, yeah so yeah just realistic but mm-hmm. not taking away people's dreams yeah
1: yeah that is that's a great point being realistic but not taking away people's dreams yeah wow that is that's great that's great how do you coach people through that
0: because that's a tough management thing like you said you don't you don't want to push them away from their dreams but at some point that realism probably meets them at a real level too where they kind of see it in real time uh, so, how do you kind of go through that with them, just kind of building up to that elite level? And when they reach those plateaus, those limitations that everyone has, you know, what is kind of the process of pushing yourself through those plateaus?
2: Uh, if 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 you're good, someone will find you. Like for me, for baseball, you had NAIA, D three, D two, D one, JUCO. Like if you're good, if you're if you're really him. Someone will find you. A scout Mm -hmm. will find you. Right. Like people from D3, D2, NAIA go to the NFL all the time. Mm -hmm. It's. Mm -hmm. They'll find you. So how I kind of navigate at at these older kids is one, go to school where you don't have to pay money or not as much money. Right. Right. Two, go where you're wanted Mm -hmm. and where they want to use you. And three, go where it feels like home. Mm Because essentially, you know, like. You picked Nebraska because that wanted to make, make you a man. Right. Like right. where it's gonna grow you as a as a human and a person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. Cause a lot of times you you get places and, and maybe the name uh gets you or or maybe a coach gets you. Um but like you said, man, it's it's there's a lot more pieces to that. Um and and, and that's very important. That's very important. Yeah. And when it comes to kind of we're talking about
0: multiple athletes, when it comes to cross sports, that unfortunately seems like it goes away more and more. You get more and more athletes just locked in on that one sport, one sport in particular. Do you any, see any advantages or disadvantages? You know, obviously don't name names or anything. So those kids that are playing multiple sports and you see them come in and work out compared to a kid who say he's only playing football.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think I can definitely see um, a difference. It's more in the younger kids, I say, because they're still developing, they're still learning their bodies, they're still learning how to move correctly. So it's, at some point you gotta you gotta train them as a person to be an athlete mm. rather than training them as an athlete for that sport. Mm. So I, I I think of different ways to to train these kids to help them get become more athletic and develop them more as a person to become an athlete. Mm.
1: Yeah. I was reading this one thing um, while well, I was watching this one thing and they were talking about um, how the best athletes sometimes just are thrown in multiple, multiple sports when they're very young. Cause I guess that's the, there's a certain age gap like, you know, let's say six to 10 or or, or six to nine where uh, uh, functional movement is, is is like the foundation is set in, in these certain ages mm-hmm. to where, Um, that kind of set you up for later in life so I just thought that was interesting you know you don't now nowadays like you said there's not a lot of guys where you know foot on the football team how many guys played played basketball baseball and football yeah probably not that I mean but back in the day I felt like there was was a lot it was
2: everyone like even like I just graduated high school like in 2019 so I'm gonna say back when I was in (laughs) high school but back when like when I was in high school like it was cool to be a three sport letter or a two sport letter, oh man yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah, you the have Waterman's all those jacket. yeah you, you got all the the little symbols right. and the the pins on you, and you were you were that guy, that yeah. guy, yeah,
1: yeah, now, that definitely was a badge of honor just to to you know varsity game and you see you there and then and then a few months later you're playing there, and yeah, so that's that's definitely a badge of honor um
0: now, now you're gonna see well it's just different too because now some of those with the esports sports come around the corner too like a lot of these kids that might be the second quote-unquote sport they pick oh e- like esports, e- 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 yeah i mean that thing's growing more i'm seeing it in high schools like you can have football letterman esports, letterman i mean we're not wait, that wait, far wait away boy. from it wait really that. have you seen those high school events <laughs> there's no way oh you, okay we'll, we'll we'll i'll send you a clip a break here really i'll show you a rocket league high school match in california
1: and they're like letter lettering
0: I'd yeah. I'm not sure where it all ranks in terms of like actual high school collegiate or excuse me, not collegiate right. high school sports. Like right. if they're they have like trophies, how <laughs> official it is, if it's actually in the California sports, um, that's to be decided yet. But I'm pretty sure it's fully set up where yeah. they got tournaments competing against other schools. You can get like
2: scholarships to go play esports. Right? Oh my
0: God. We got Amon Green here. He's our esports coach at Nebraska, former Husker football player.
2: He's a gamer.
0: Yeah, Amon Green's our esports coach
1: here really? in Nebraska.
0: Yes. He teaches uh some uh, intro media classes as well. But yeah, he's our esports
1: guy. So explain I'm 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 so out the loop. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, esports esports is just gaming, competitive yeah. gaming. So, so what was the so how can you coach like from Madden to Call of Duty to whatever? Is there like a fundamental so, coaching that you can coach all of them with?
0: So it kind of depends on the group. I think right now the Big 10 conference has Rocket League. Um, this
2: is
1: in the Big 10 conference?
0: Yes, the Big 10 has a conference.
2: I I didn't know that. I did I Okay, I, no, okay, I, okay. okay. So okay. this is esports is grown. I'm yeah. locked in. So
0: I think it's right now they're adding Call of Duty next year, but they have Rocket League. Um Is there
1: Madden? I need to get in the Madden. One.
0: <laughs> Amon's pushing for Madden Really? Yeah, he really wants to get a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy
1: at Madden. I'm a guy. So
0: you but that's what I'm saying like you could have lettered in the uh,
1: Madden. So you think tomorrow. they'll add
0: the new NCAA? Yeah, we're getting NCAA. They keep pushing that thing back for a good reason, I think. Did to me, think that, so? to me that tells me it's not a copy paste.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. like if, like if a GTA. If, yeah, like if they were just going to remake Madden
1: and just put college player
0: jerseys and uniforms and right. fields, like it would be done already. Yeah. So I think they're actually playing around with the physics.
1: They probably got to uh put NIL in there too. Now they probably got to play with that because I know everyone's going to be wanting to do their. Ohio State or whatever dynasty and then I was I was oh, always man. Ohio State back in the day we,
2: do you play NCAA yeah I play I always pick like not very good teams just really to, just, <laughs> just to, to get build them up and then, <laughs> like and then Gamecocks, Gamecocks. Be, yeah be playing
0: with South Carolina yeah. Gamecocks or Liberty and-
2: <laughs> yeah yeah like Liberty and then like just dog on Bama yeah, yeah. uh yeah.
1: that's funny no I that esports is is uh that's interesting I mean no knock to anyone who does that but that's just very interesting I've never heard of that I get
0: worried about it a little bit, just because I think esports is going to be so competitive. Like you don't, um, you don't see any pro esports guys like in their
1: thirties, forties,
0: because there's a thirteen year old that could beat you.
1: Oh my gosh, like, I was playing an eight year old so on Madden. Yeah, one time, bro, and he he was he knew all the cheap plays. He knew I was in cover two. Cover, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like <laughs> you got
0: a better chance playing older in the NBA or NFL than you do in esports. So
1: that's one thing. <laughs> if like
0: you're a high school athlete and you're really big on that, just be careful. Like, yeah, don't you know probably. Tried a few other sports. I think you get more out of that. I could be wrong. This is right, just a hard thing. Right, but right. I, do, I do get a little little concerned about the gaming world and how addictive it is. Yeah. Like, video games are just insane now. But with that being said, we do got to go throw out the break here. Got a little bit of tangent about the esports world, but nonetheless, it is kind of on the forefront of things. So we'll throw it to break here. What's Brewing with Chance of Brewington? We got Gavin Lychuk in here as well. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Back to the ticket weeknights on 93.7, the ticket and the ticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to Take a Weeknight's Harrison Arms on the ones and twos. Host is always, Chancellor Brewington to my left, as long as the guest, Gavin Luchak, in here as well. And if you guys want to join the show, Sardar Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. And we'll get to a burning question on the text line. Shout out to Mike Johnson texting in. Hopefully you guys can get to Chance's high school playoff game versus <laughs> Brock Purdy. We got to dive into that. We keep hinting at it. Yeah. I know last time we, we talked about it for a little bit. Uh, And then we got carried away again. So, what is this high school playoff game versus Brock Purdy about?
1: Yeah. So, before I get into that, I got to tell the truth. And I know he's my coach saved me a little bit. But (laughs) so, so two, like three or four games before that, our safety goes down. I've never played defense in my life. Our safety goes down. And he and um, coach goes, Hey, can you play safety this week? I'm like, Dude, come on. This is my senior year. I'm just trying to, yeah. I was full receiver, just play receiver, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Hey, I need you to play safety this week." Like this is week seven. Like what are we talking <laughs> about? Like, and then he was like, "Look," and it was me and Buddha, right? Yeah, yeah. So so Buddha's playing corner. He's like, "Look, you're gonna be the boundary side with Buddha. All you gotta do is we're just gonna play two man, right? We played two man for like the first quarter, and now I'm sitting in cover three, whatever, right? Mm. And I had a fantastic game, like two picks, ten tackles, like just went crazy, right? So. <laughs> i'm thinking i'm i'm good like that's that's all i gotta you know just just finish up that week right so then next week comes around we're playing perry that's that's uh brock's Mm -hmm. team right and this is regular season so we'll get to the postseason game in a little bit but um i'm playing them and and coach is like hey uh I, i need you to play safety again i said coach i will but that's if I have to. Yeah. And they're like, well, our, our guy's down, whatever. And I was like, okay, we're just going to play two men. He's like, no, the game plan is different this week. You got to play man.
2: So you were backup safety or there was no backup?
1: There was like, it was a backup, but they'd rather oh, throw me okay, in there. Go, 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 go. Right. Okay. Um, so, so then we, we, you know, we get to game time. He was like, look, we're just going to call this one blitz where you come down and replace the nickel. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just going to call it one time. Right. Uh-huh. We'll call it Tiger. I'll never forget it, bro. So they called Tiger, man, and, uh, you know, Brock sees it right away. Brock sees the nickel blitzing, bro. And Brock was such a smart football player, and he still is. And so he, there's, I'm guarding the slot, and, and he gets a great release on me and runs it over, and I get lucky with my long arm and bat yeah. it down. I'm like, okay, got the one man play out the way. They called Tiger every other play the whole game. Really? Brock threw, like, four touchdowns on me.
2: <laughs> was, was Brock like that in high school? Did you? Did, oh okay, my okay, hold God! On. Wait, what, sh- what high school were you? Real quick, well, I'm gonna look up. I'm
1: Hamilton. Hamilton? Okay, okay my goodness. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> we didn't need to do that. <laughs> did you? Did you know Brock was like that in high school?
1: Yeah, he was Gatorade Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was no. So he threw for four. How many yards? Oh, he probably threw for like what, how
0: many? It was it 18? Year, final year?
1: 17. 17, 18? No, 16, 17. Okay, so it yeah, been, let me look. Yeah, so 16, 17. So yeah, it was. It was. It was a. A game, bro. I remember just (laughs) 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 how many (laughs) yards. And I swear to goodness, almost every touchdown was like almost my fault. Only almost every one of them.
0: So they played Hamilton. Uh, it was uh 55 to 21. He would take, he was 18 for 28, 482 yards in the air. Um, he puts him at a seventy-three yards was his long five touchdowns zero interceptions Whoa. twenty-seven yard average on each of his throws. Right, so he was throwing deep bombs. QBR rating of one forty-seven point three. Right, 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 <laughs> so right. So
1: I had a rough game, man, and that was my second game ever playing defense ever. Right. At one point in the game, were you like, coach, like, no, this is no, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm so mad cuz <laughs> and guess what I'm I'm well known in the city so the student section there's probably, you know, 8,000, 9,000 yeah, at the yeah. game. The student section is saying Chance got burnt. Da, 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 da. Oh no. I, oh, so then so then so then we go and play we beat some team like peoria or some yeah. in the in the whatever. And we're playing them in the semis, right? So now now I'm like coach, I'm you know, I'm not playing defense. I'm playing offense and I'm coming for blood. They're talking crazy to me. Yeah. They're talking crazy. And and I get out for warm ups, student section going crazy. Chance about to get burnt. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh. I turned up on the boys, man. What was the stats? What was the stats? Um, I, I
0: don't got that max prep subscription. Yeah.
1: I want <laughs> to say, I mean, it was, it, I had a fantastic, our offense was nuts that year. Jawar Jordan, Tyler Shug, uh, uh Darius we had we had a bunch of guys right but I think I had like I went for like 160 two tuds like uh, whatever but it was it was one of the game it was like game of the year because it was 61 it was 63 to 61 and for the fourth quarter we went we went back and forth four touchdowns and tied it that's crazy yeah so Brock went went for one Ah, uh, Jawar went for one. I went for one. Tyler went for one. Brock went for another. Brock went for another. Eye for an eye. Oh my gosh! It was a shootout. Yeah. It was one of the best games like in of uh, probably the past like three years. And um, yeah, sixty to sixty three, and we lost on a um. I want to say it was a, it was a. I want to say it was a two point. It was like the the high school tie. The tie rule. We lost on that. It was it was it was a game, man. But but shout out to Brock. Like I said last um, time, the way he's open about his faith is something to be admirable. And you know he's he's doing his thing in in the NFL, and and it was no shock to the people um, that come from our city that uh, he's going to do big things. I remember he was like senior. year. He's doing like uh, drives for kids and and just helping out in the community at sixteen, seventeen years old. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. He's just he was always just a different cat, and and um. Uh, nothing but respect for him and his family. Chuba now is playing at San Jose State, um, so so yeah. Shout out to their whole family. Good for him. Go for uh, him.
2: So yeah, is, is good for him. is AZ football? Is it like like I don't know anything about right. Arizona. You're like you hear the the Cali, the Florida, the Dallas, the Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, is is AZ football like that?
0: I would say I hear it's the QB hotspot.
1: Yeah, I would say right before COVID, I would say that that was probably the and that was probably the height. Probably from like 2014 to about 2008, 2019. Those those were those were the Arizona Prime years, man. They were they were amazing.
0: Well, with that being said, we do got to go ahead and wrap it up here, though. But before we do so, Gavin, uh, again, if people want to get in touch with you, want to be able to work with you, what's the best way to go ahead and reach you? Uh,
2: my Facebook is G3 Performance. My Instagram is G3 Performance. They all have ways to message me. My Facebook has my email and my phone number. Um, Any questions you guys may have, go ahead and shoot me and we can sit down and talk and go from there. Absolutely. And again, uh, he'll make an individualized plan if
0: it all sets up and works out for your schedule. Get that set up for you. Uh, And again, I'll have that in the podcast notes for you as well, as well as we'll put some clips out for it. So again, this is going to be it, though, for What's Brewing with Chance of Brewington. The host is always to my left and special guest, Gavin, let in here as well. Don't go anywhere. Well, actually, you can't go somewhere. It's going to wrap up Ticket Weeknights, but we will be back again tomorrow starting 6 a.m. with early break. Enjoy the rest of your night.